This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. Make this poultice for you, you're going to be all right. Amen! That's what used to happen. It still does in some people's house. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. Testimony, volume 6, page 363 says this. I love when she said this, Pastor Booker. Strive earnestly to lay hold of a blessing for yourself. Oh, no, 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 Pastor. That's wrong. We shouldn't do that because that's being selfish. Mm -mm. God wants you to be blessed and to be a blessing. So you have to strive uh -huh, to lay hold of a blessing for yourself. God will bless all who thus prepare themselves for his service. Can I talk to the servicemen and women right quick? You dare not get ready to go into battle without being strapped. Hello? And we as Christians, we have our, we have our call. Ephesians chapter 6 lets us know to put on the half of the armor. The whole armor. You better put the helmet of salvation on, the breastplate of righteousness, have your shield of faith, have your feet shod, have your belt on, and get your sword and get ready for some fighting. Because remember, all of those are, are defensive weapons except the sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you get ready to go into the enemy's camp, you better be you better have your mind made up behind that helmet. Yeah. Woo. Yes, sir. Because if we go back to the story of Gideon, God told him, You got too many. And I was trying to figure out, Elder Green, why did God tell Gideon he had too many? He said, I tell you what, Gideon. This is God talking to Gideon. He said, I tell you what. Tell those who are fearful and afraid to go home. And I'm thinking about the story. Hey, man, ain't nobody going to leave. 20,000 people left. I said, whoa, you're just in the army and you're fearful and scared. You don't want nobody who's scared around you when you're trying to fight in the war against the devil. I'm going to just come to church and bring my Bible. I'm coming to Sabbath school. But you fear, I I'm going. I got to go. Spiritually, and where Brother Moe need at? Physically. Y'all laugh, but I'm for real. I'm for real. For real, for real. You better be ready. You better be able to, to do hand-to-hand -hand combat. Oh, Pastor, you're telling us nothing. I'm telling you, in this time and season, you better be ready. When they lay hands on you, that you better let them know the next time that they wake up, they may be in the emergency room. Hello, somebody. I'm just trying to keep it 100. Let me read on. On this day, talking about the Sabbath. On this day, oh, 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 Lord. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh. On this day, all differences between brethren, whether in the family or in the church, should be put away. Amen. Are you listening to this? So when you come through the to the doors, talk about personal preparation. When you come through the doors, you better fix that stuff before you get here. Because some people will think that you're just parading when you're in the sanctuary. Because they can't read you. And they shouldn't be trying to read you no way. Because your business should have been fixed before you got here. Are you listening to me? Let all bitterness and wrath and malice be expelled from the soul. Sister White says. Be expelled from the soul. Don't let none of that stuff hitchhike with you. 
Amen, somebody. You may bring some peppermints and some stuff like that and some coloring books and stuff for the young people because they can't stay too long up underneath this hill. But you better have you better have made your mind up that when I go to church, I'm gonna be clean, I'm good. All right, because man. Jesus just may take a chance to come back then. Well, not only that, brothers and sisters, not only uh, are we have to be guard up in our personal preparation, but we also have to be spiritually prepared as well. Far more sacredness is attached to the Sabbath than is given it by many professed Sabbath keepers. There are people, oh Lord, that stop keeping the Sabbath after 1 p.m. today. Have mercy. I'm getting ready to watch the game. Mm. NFL today. Dun, 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 dun. About to come on, baby. My phone just told me. We got to learn how to keep the whole day. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. I know some of y'all going to get mad about it. But we are not merely to observe the Sabbath as a legal matter. We are to understand its spiritual bearing upon all transactions of life. Yeah. Are you in the house today? Amen. She says daily. It will be their, meaning the Sabbath keepers, their prayer that the sanctification of the Sabbath may rest upon them. So when you get ready to go out and go talk to your neighbors or take the children to the park on Sabbath, now you shouldn't be letting the children play in the park. Honey, they're going to have all that energy bottled up in the house. And you can't give them games to play. You got to let them play that stuff out so when they come back in, they're not wanting to watch television. See, see, now you know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I had to let them, let the children run it out when they was two and three years old. Go on, go play. Come on. We're going to go to the pool. All right. Ooh, you did good down on the swing. Don't hurt yourself. I'm going to have to tell your mama. So come on. Come on. Why are you letting them play on the Sabbath? You sound just like a Pharisee. Because a child's attention span, Brother Pryor, under the age of four is two to three minutes. You think that they have a mind capacity like you? to sit into a church service inside of a sanctuary to listen to a 35 to an hour long sermon? No, you gotta give them the message on their level. And we as a church, we're failing at doing that. I want my child right beside me. Too many things going on in the church. That's why you rotate in your children's ministry division, people on there who will be responsible that you vote into office. It got quiet out of the ring, you see that? But that's the truth. Every day, the Sabbath keepers will have the companionship of Christ and will exemplify the perfection of his character. Every day, their light will shine forth to others in good works. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 5? He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. Not just how good you're going to look on you know, Wednesday or Thursday night when you're going out with your boo or whoever you're going with. Amen, your spouse, whoever you're going with. No, they ought to be able to see this type of light every day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Not only are we talking about spiritual preparation, not only are we talking about personal preparation, but we're talking about family worship. Here it is, Elder Sister Book. I'm going to be working with y'all next year coming up. Watch this here. All right, all right. In all that pertains to the success of God's work, the very first victories are to be won in the home life. We talked about that in the Sabbath school. It starts at home. If children are learning how to argue at home, they will become great defense attorneys, but poor Christians. 
Are you listening to me? If they always see you fighting, they're gonna be able to be play perfect dodgeball players. But they become number one contenders in a boxing ring. Lord help us today. Here in the home, the preparations for the Sabbath must begin. Throughout the week, let parents remember that their home is to be a school in which their children shall be prepared for the courts above. All right. What are you talking about? They learn how heaven going to be at home before they even get to church. They learn how heaven is going to be before they get to the house of God. Let their words be right words. Mm. Have mercy. Let their words, some of the parents, be right words. Tell them the reason for the institution of the Sabbath. You got to go back and study now, don't you? What, what, why the Sabbath so important? You go back and find it. <laughs> Amen. Be here on Wednesday night. And don't let Wednesday night be like it was on the 31st of October when only six people was here. <laughs> Y'all was out trick-or-treating, I know. I know. Describe to them God's great work of, of creation. <laughs> I'm going to take that up later on another Wednesday night. Tell them that when the earth came from his hand, it was holy and beautiful. Tell your children that it is their highest duty and privilege to love and serve God. Testimony, volume 6, page 354. Their highest duty is to love and serve God. To love and serve God. Well, we talked about family worship. We talked about our spiritual preparation. We talked about our personal preparation. Now we're going to talk about in the church. In the church. We must carry to every religious gathering a quickening spiritual consciousness that God and his angels are there cooperating with all true worshipers. What does that say in the language of us today? When you come here for a meeting, God is here. When you come here just to make copies, God is here. Even, Elder, when they come in just to cut the grass, guess who's here? God is here. He ain't bored. He just want to know if you do, do you recognize that he's here? Yeah. Yeah. Are you listening? Amen. Some people when we do our invocations, Lord help us today because we need to be we need to revamp this thing. Some people when they do invocation, I'm not talking about anybody. We asking God to come into our presence. <laughs> Let me show you how it says, God, we thank you and we ask your presence to come into this house right now. He already here. That's like asking you, that's like you're sitting at somebody's house and you're asking them, they're asking you to come over. You, you're sitting right there. You're sitting right there. Yeah. Hello. I'm still living. Wait, heart, yeah. Yeah, I feel my pulse. Yeah, I'm still living. You can't ask God to do something that he's already done. We're asking him to be in a place where he already is. You don't do that. Bring to his house only that which can bless. Near before God in his temple and consecrate to him his own, which he has purchased with the blood of Christ. And here it is, brothers and sisters, regardless of who's up here preaching. Listen, listen, listen what she says. Pray for the speaker or the leader of the meeting. I don't care if, you know what, God has strange ways of alarming us and letting us know. He might let another donkey say something else. And you have to be privy enough to listen. I don't care. I don't know who preaching today. I ain't coming to church today. Well, you need to come because you don't know somewhere in the order of service, it just might be for you. Mm -hmm. 
There was one incident at a particular church in a particular city in a particular state, I won't name. Um, I was assembled, yeah, I gotta say this right. I was assembled, mm -hmm. and it was the children's story. So that all the children had gathered around and they took all the money up and they asked one of the children to pray. And one of the children got up there and prayed to himself. A whole bunch of children. Had to be or at least 90. The child prayed this prayer. Dear Jesus, please help my mommy to stop beating on my daddy. In Jesus' name, amen. I, was, I came sleep. I woke now. That tells us we have to... That literally happened, but I can't tell you where. I said, whoa, what, well, that was a children's story prayer. Okay, yeah. Brothers and sisters, we have to be careful because the angels are holding it back. And that other angel is telling them, not yet. Pray that great blessing may come through the one who is to hold forth the word of life. Let me close out. As we look from this position, and we talked about what happens in the church, we talked about also family worship, we talked about spiritual preparation, and we also talked about personal preparation. In all of this, guess what the angels are still doing? Holding back the winds of strife. And from this postponement, at the end of the sixth seal, John sees a number that no man can number standing before the throne of God. And I heard that angel rising from the east which saw this gigantic massive amount of people saying, not yet, not yet. They have their robes on. They have palm branches in their hands. They are standing before the Lamb. Then the elder, verse 13, then the elder came out of his worship posture. Because remember, they're standing before God worshiping him how often? Day and night. And he asked John, who are these that are arrayed in white? You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your trouble smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and 